Freaks, we are a week away from Christmas. If you order goodies from the Distorted View store now, they may or may not arrive before Christmas. Just want to give you a little heads up on that. I do have a DV 12 Days of Savings deal for you. How does half off hit you? <laughs> hit you right in the nuts, doesn't it? Uh, yes, get half off the 11 ounce classic DV logo stamp black mug. Normally $14. You can buy one for seven bucks today and all weekend long. Just use promo code coffee shits. C O F F E E shits. S H I T S. All one word. Coffee shits. Use coffee shits as your promo code and get half off the black DV logo stamp mug. Hey, freaks, it's Friday, December 16th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, the sounds of a psychotic woman having an episode or maybe just getting fucked by a deity. You decide. Plus, awkward insults from an old man, drop kicking a baby in a Walmart, and graduation commencement gets a little racist. <laughs> Christmas. My, how the time flies. Why, it was just a few short months ago when we decided to say our goodbyes. So, here it is Christmas. And I hope things are well with you. Oh, I've been to a few parties and a couple of school plays. Well, you know, it sort of gave me something to do. So, here it is Christmas. I know you're lying by the fire, listening to Christmas music and watching the flames go higher. And me, I'm here in my apartment, listening to the trucks go by, a train, an occasional taxi, and having a martini drive, and thinking about our 27 happy Christmases together. Just somehow fell apart. Cause it's tough. Just you and the memories of all the Christmases that we shared. But I got things to occupy my mind. Like trying to wrap this stupid gift and wrestling with this flat martini. Hoping it'll somehow give me a lift. But here it is Christmas, and I'm not going to shed a single tear. So, Merry Christmas, baby. Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Oh, it's shit all over your face, baby. That's the best way to do it. Speak my nipples. At least I'm not going to die because I'm a careless fairy. Lick my stink fox. Why did man at the house such a sweet record? Yes, Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday program. Got a great one today. I cannot believe we're about a week away from Christmas. That shit creeps up on me every year. I say the same thing around Halloween time. I'm like, you know what, Tim? This year, you're going to do your Christmas shopping early. And, uh, you know, by mid-December, you'll be relaxing. Not scrambling. Not pissed off because Amazon's not offering overnight shipping. And as soon as these fucking products can get here now are like mid-January. What the hell is my Prime membership going towards? Amazon needs to stop pushing their fucking dumb music service. 
and videos. Like, no one cares about that. Just overnight shipping. Use all the money. All the money I'm giving you goes to UPS. That's what we want. That's what Prime is supposed to be. Anyway, as you can tell, once again, we're inching ever closer to Christmas, and I am not done with my Christmas shopping. This year was particularly hard because, like, all the gifts I really have to buy, they're they're for my teenage nieces. I don't know what the hell girls want. I don't understand uh, women's sizes, you know, when it comes to clothing. I couldn't pick out an attractive sweater or blouse. What, what, do, what do kids wear? Do they wear blouses? Corduroy chinos? They're at that age where, like, they don't want toys anymore. Oh, I was I was good when they were, like, little girls. I could just buy fun stuff in the toy aisle. Now they want clothing and jewelry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not that kind of gay. I don't know how to pick out that stuff for women. So I told, I asked my sister, like, what do these girls want? What do you, what do your children want? Be very specific. The more specific you are, the happier they will be because they'll be getting the, uh, the correct thing. And the happier I will be because I'll know exactly what to buy. Win, win, right? I may have mentioned this on the show, but my sister was less than helpful is what she was. You have been less than helpful, ma'am. My sister was like, oh yeah, Emily's hard to shop for. She likes dinosaurs and Chris Pratt. I think I mentioned this on the podcast, right? Well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that information? The answer is nothing. So far, I've done nothing with that information. I went back to my sister and I'm like, you got to give me more than dinosaurs (laughs) and Chris Pratt. And uh, she said, uh, well, they all all just want gift cards, honestly, which in theory is great, right? It's so it's simple just to like get a fucking visa gift card, load some cash on it. Boom, I'm done. The issue is that's pretty much what all of my family members are asking for. So what is the point? We're just going to go round and round, giving each other the same $50. I never thought I would say this because presents are so great, right? I always loved getting uh, video games and camcorders and all sorts of wonderful, wonderful presents. Now, as an adult, that part of Christmas kind of blows and I'm just in it for the food. It's honestly the only reason I'm making the four and a half hour trek up uh, Dash to Beulah. I mean, you know, man, to see my family, but mostly for the food. Christmas has pretty much been ruined for me and also 2022 blows. <laughs> I think actually one of the biggest stories of 2022, it's, it's, it's blown for a lot of people because of the spectacular crash of all things crypto. Oh, I hope to God you people didn't have a, a lot of money is sunk into that crap. Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Ethereum, all those cryptocurrencies cratered this year. Uh, crypto exchanges were insolvent. Most likely, uh, they were fraudulent. NFTs, which were heralded as uh, like a new era for content creation, ownership, and digital collecting, has turned out to be pretty much just a bunch of worthless JPEGs. That's what you've got on your hard drive. <laughs> I mean, you would have to be a complete buffoon, a moron with no awareness or business acumen to attempt to launch an NFT collection in this current environment, right? Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump, hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington, with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. As always, impeccable timing. Yeah, a couple days ago, Trump started teasing a, quote, major announcement. And uh, this is what it was. 
Take a look at the chapter artwork. It's literally Trump as a superhero. We've seen imagery like this throughout Trump's presidency. You know, like him standing on top of a tank. Him as Thanos snapping his finger, making all the liberals fade away. His fat ass getting fucked by Putin. Although I don't think he likes that particular picture. It's not included in the NFT collection. Maybe they'll add that one in wave two of these digital cards. Look, I know a lot of you guys love Trump, thought he was a great president or whatever. I defy any of you to, to come up with a defense for this move. The proceeds aren't even like going to charity. It's, it's just a money grab. These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. You can I, gotta, I gotta tell you, I'm looking at some of these cards. It looks like they just photoshopped Trump's head onto various figures. Like there's Trump as an astronaut and, and you see Trump's head inside the, the helmet. Like the proportions are off. It's real. It, this is so bizarre. Life and my career, it's been very exciting. You can collect your Trump digital cards, just like a baseball card or other collectibles. Except they're not real. You don't actually get something for the $99 per card that you're spending. It's literally just an NFT. At least with baseball cards, you, you get the card, you can hold it. Those things will go up in value sometimes. Plus, as I stated, he's kind of missed the NFT wave. 18 months ago, he probably could have conned quite a number of people into buying these things, thinking that they're going to, like, shoot up in value. This is like trying to make money off of Beanie Babies in 2001. Like, mm, you're six months late, dude. You think Squealer the Pig's worth $99? No. They're going for five bucks at the thrift store. Here's one of the best parts. Each card comes with an automatic chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. Shades of Willy Wonka. Cool. If you can make it through the entire dinner with Trump and the tour of Mar-a-Lago without stealing fizzy lifting drink, he will name you president of Trump Organization International. That might actually be a shrewd business move. That's one of his businesses that's been accused of fraud, right? He names you president. You're on the hook for that. You're the fall guy. Trump knows what he's doing. Let's hear about some of these amazing prizes. Like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize, but it's what we have. Or <laughs> golf with you and a group of your friends at one of my beautiful golf courses. And they are beautiful. I'm also doing Zoom calls, a one-on-one -on -one meeting. This is so embarrassing. Seriously, how can you defend this? Like, if you are a big Trump supporter, I'm I'm honestly curious. How is this anything but trashy and low rent? You know, think about what other presidents do after their they they've served their term. They donate their they build houses like that uh, old fart Jimmy Carter. He's like 120, and he's still building houses. Meanwhile, his eyeball is falling out of the socket. Have you seen that? It's always like bruised and purple around his eye. When you're that old, a light breeze will give you a bruise. They're like this guy should not be outside, but okay, he's you know he's he's a very charitable man. Other presidents go like on speaking tours. They make big money doing that. I don't know what the hell the Obamas are doing. Podcasting. That's kind of trashy, too, but it's nowhere near the level of an NFT. Autographing memorabilia <laughs> and so much more. We're doing a lot. Come on down to TrumpCon. My official Trump digital trading cards are $99, which doesn't sound like very much for what you're getting. <laughs> Buy one and you will join a very exclusive community. It's my community. 
and I think it's something you're going to like, and you're going to like it a lot. They also make perfect gifts. Oh. So you can buy them with your credit card or crypto. All you need is an email address. Go to collecttrumpcards.com and buy your Trump digital trading cards right now before they are all gone, and they will be gone. Now, I understand having Trump be the spokesperson for his NFTs makes a lot of sense. The people who would buy these things are huge fans of Trump, but I think in this particular case, you need someone with expertise in peddling crap to rubes. You've never seen anything like this in your life. We need Don motherfucking West. Every single one of these is a dream. Look at this, a digital photo of Trump fighting a grizzly bear. I'm telling you right now, if you can afford it, buy two to five to ten. A photo of Trump as Atlas with the world on his shoulders. Only $10 or 0.35 cummy coins. That is not a stretch pay price, folks. That's the actual price. Boy, this was a missed opportunity. These fucking cards would have been sold out by now. All Don West would have had to say was, uh, these digital NFTs are gem mint tens. The goddamn servers would crash. They, they, they would be melting down. If you are not ordering this tonight, you are making the biggest mistake of the evening. Of course, longtime listeners of the show know that Don West was one of those shop at home hosts who would uh, really kind of specialize in uh, baseball cards. Really, any type of sports cars, even sports memorabilia, and sales would go through the roof. People loved Don West, so the company was like, "All right, we got to uh, we got to put you on other products. We need you to do what you did for sports cards with Beanie Babies. We have all these Beanie Babies. Go sell them." And motherfucker did, and he did it the exact same way. Like, like he presented Beanie Babies just like he would uh, sports cards. So he would lose his mind, right? Sometimes he would unpack cards, right? We got a Derek Jeter rookie card. Like he would just lose his fucking mind. The best is when he would just uh, open packages on the air. I can't believe it. Chocolate the Moose. According to the official Beanie Baby pricing guide, Chocolate the Moose goes for $395. Like, you know, he, some, he got people all worked up over this stuff. Here's a clip of him selling Beanie Babies. This deal is so good <laughs> that I, I can hardly wait to read the net tomorrow to hear what people have to say about what we did. It's just He's talking in front of a pile of Beanie Babies. 94 different Beanie Babies, and if we could... He's on $2,000 for the shit. We'll put with 14 new releases and with 28 retired. We're going to give you the $400 Maple Bear free in this package. Look at that. You are going to get guaranteed. Do you know now? Because we're going to give you Princess and Aaron. I see Glory. Glory's in here. Wait, wait. <laughs> and, and again, we haven't even got just grown men going over these ridiculous Beanie Baby names. Started yet. You're going to get Maple Bear. Every currently fortune rocket the Blue Jay. All the 14 new releases. God, this guy is a true professional. Just 
Uh, Drake the Ducks. Uh, yeah. What is it? Stinger of the Scorpion. Selling this uh, shit the with Annie, a straight Early face. the Robin. Uh, Cuckoo the Cuckatoo. Uh, <laughs> Whisper the Deer. The okay, Bastard right. Hand. The Golden Retriever. I'm telling you, he could move some of those Donald Trump NFTs, man. Jimmy Ken. Well, there you go. That was the big announcement from our former president. He's getting into the NFT game. I've decided to compete with Trump with uh, some third-party Trump-based NFTs. I am using artificial intelligence to generate my photos. My first series is titled Dripping Donald Rump. Every image is uh, Donald Trump in the shower or bathtub, completely nude. It's a very sexy yet artful series. For some reason, uh, with this artificial intelligence uh, stable diffusion picture generator, uh, not a lot of importance is placed on limbs. You'd think it wouldn't be that hard to tell the system, look, make sure the person has uh, two arms and two legs. In some of the photos, Trump is just like a lump, um, an amputee or suffering some horrible birth defect. Ultimately, I think they make the pictures look more interesting. You know, there's there's more to really dissect. Take a look at the featured image over there at distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. If you want that NFT, $99, just... uh. Just PayPal it to me. Show at distortedview.com. I'll send that off to you ASAP. Now, you can only have that image if you fork over the cash. I don't want anyone uh, right-clicking on the image and, and choosing save as. That's not fair. That's not an NFT. You don't really own it. Shame on you. All right, let's move on now. I've got audio here of a routine traffic stop. Well, it should be a routine traffic stop. A car was speeding. The cop pulled this lady over. This type of thing happens all the time, every day. This lady, though, goes uh, immediately from zero to banshee. She feels she's being targeted, I guess. Already you can tell we're in for a treat when she starts with, I'm having a panic attack. Sorry, I'm having a, a panic attack. I, 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 you need medical attention? She's off and running. <laughs> Would you like me to call you an ambulance? I can't. Okay, if you want to sit down, I can explain this to you, okay? You bring me a ticket. I'm going to take you to the court because I, I have... Man, you have to calm down. First of all, you're going to have to go to court anyway because of the ticket, so you don't need to take him to court. I have, I have PTSD. Oh. You're not allowed to pull her over. She's got PTSD. Look, lady, if your PTSD is that bad, and if it somehow manifests itself when you're driving or dealing with consequences of how you're driving, uh, maybe you, you shouldn't be behind the wheel. You can't handle it. What are you guys thinking right now? Do you think she really does have PTSD? Do you think she's uh, freaking out? Or is this all an act to get out of the ticket? I PTSD! <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to protest this in court. And you're telling me that you singled me out. That's what you're telling me, right? And then everyone was going at the same pace, right? I no, drive on that no. road at 30 miles an hour all the time. Are you going to listen to me? or Yes, you? I will listen to you. And you're not going to let me go even though we got me legislator. Well, you're, you're going to be allowed to go eventually. You know, it's just a ticket, lady. <laughs> like, I'm not going to send you to a maximum security prison for going 10 miles over the speed limit. The cop is pretty patient with her. And I always do everything right, and I follow the law, and I was 
at the same pace as every other car. Now, I notice her license plate is like orange or yellow. Do they still do that thing? I don't know if this was all over the place. I'm pretty sure in Ohio, if you got a DUI, you would then be issued like yellow license plate. So people were aware, like a scarlet letter, right? Like, oh, watch out. This person may be drunk. Can you just tell me what you're what you're doing here with the ticket? Because I am late for a job meeting and I'm going to... This is my career. I don't know what her career is, but I'm guessing it's not fast paced or high pressure. She's got to be like a seamstress or something, right? Just, you know, chill out, hang out behind a sewing machine, do some alterations. That's your speed. That's how the police do it. That's safe. We only pull one car over at a time. Just choose one particular person. She's mad because other people were supposedly speeding too. He could, you know, like he said, he can only pull over one person at a time. Now, we've already heard her pull out the PTSD card. She is about to try a different tactic next. How we they pull were them all over. going over the speed limit. Okay. I was trying to keep with traffic. All right. Can I explain this to you, please? Guys, I don't consider, I'm, I don't feel safe anymore. I copy. I don't feel safe here. Yes, the old, I don't feel safe here routine. Again, lady, you're not being arrested. You're just being given a ticket by like the world's nicest, most patient cop. He has yet to raise his voice, lay a hand on you. He literally just explained why you're getting a ticket. I feel like I've been brutalized, victimized. You're raping me with your eyes. Okay, well, everything's being audio and video recorded, ma'am, okay? I don't feel safe around you. You don't feel safe no, around me? No, I don't. Okay, well. That's just too fucking bad for you. I was going to explain to you that the reason why I pulled you over was for the speed. And I was cutting you a break and not issuing you for the speeding ticket. Uh-oh. <laughs> you should have let him finish. He was going to let you off with a warning. Let's see if he continues to feel charitable. You can see here, it says no. I have a new license and registration. I didn't issue for that, ma'am. You have a valid license and valid registration. You just didn't present that to me. The expired one's in the window, and you presented me an expired license, but I was able to check that on the computer to see that they were both valid. Yes, I know. You did not get tickets for that. I work 24 hours a day to support my family. Okay, all right, lady, you are laying it on way too thick. I work five jobs a day. I get up at four in the morning and I don't go to bed until 7 a.m. The next next day, I work 38 hours straight. I work 12 days a week. Okay, so as, as long as everybody's listening right now, the reason why I pulled you over was for the speed. I was cutting you a break and issuing you for no seatbelt. I'm aware that you were wearing your seatbelt, but this is a non-moving violation. It doesn't occur any points, and it doesn't affect your drive. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? I could get points. No! It's the exact opposite of that, you stupid bitch. He is trying to help you here. Oh, my God, that is so infuriating. She's, like, so hysterical. She can't take a step back and realize what's going on here. All right. Speaking of hysterical people... TV listener Corbin uh, emailed me with audio of his manic neighbor. Yeah, she's going through something here. I think maybe she's having some brain-to-brain sex with Jesus Christ. Mm, giving Gail a run for her money. At first, I couldn't understand what she was saying here. I can't understand all of it. I know there's Jesus and love in there. You, Jesus! You, Jesus! You, Jesus! 
Well, now it just sounds like you, Jesus. Regardless, a few seconds later, she really gets into uh, whatever is happening with her and Jesus. You, you are so good, Jesus. You are so good, Jesus. You yeah. are so good, Jesus. You are so good, Jesus. You are so good, Jesus. You are so good, Jesus. Jesus got the moves, man. He's you hitting her are, spot, so I think. Oh, Bill! Oh, Bill! It's like the religious version of that. <laughs> well, a minute or two later, she's back. In the name of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! I declare power over Satan! Over Satan! Satan has entered the picture. It'd be funny if this all takes place at an Arby's drive-thru. She's screaming into the box. You are so good, Jesus! You are so good, Jesus! You are so good, Jesus! I'm sorry, did you want some big beef and cheddars or what? That'll be 2413. Please pull around. Oh, okay. I don't know how much of this you want to hear. Say it will never win. Say it. Say it will never win. Corbin, was this like right outside your house? Like, where was this taking place? I, I hope she doesn't like live in your apartment building or something. Jesus is never a liar. Who are you fighting with? Okay, we all know that. Jesus is a good guy. Jesus. We're familiar with his work. Calm down. Jesus will never, never lie to you. By the way, it just keeps getting louder and louder. Like this woman is making her way to poor Corbin. Satan is a liar. Satan is a liar. <laughs> Satan is a liar. Satan is a liar. I mean, you're screaming this stuff like it's something important. Everything you've said, we kind of know already. Satan. So you could just save your fucking breath. And like, you know, as if it couldn't get any more annoying, eventually just she just starts screeching. So she's doing well. Oh, she's gone supersonic. <laughs> she's, she's breaking the sound barrier. All right. Well, thank you very much, Corbin, for that. The final clip we have for you today is an altercation between neighbors. Apparently, a woman hired some movers, and her neighbor was uh, talking to these movers, bad-mouthing her. She didn't like that, so uh, she's going to confront the neighbor and tell him to stop talking to her movers. I don't know what the hell they're moving, furniture, who knows? Does it matter? Uh, what's great about this clip is the neighbor guy has a very unique way of swearing. He uses terminology I've never heard before or phrases, I guess. <laughs> Can I'm you sorry. please mind your own business? Yeah. Why do you have to come over? Fuck off. You cannot mind your own business. You have to come over and tell skank. somebody Shut up, that skank. you don't like me. Shut up, skank. Shut you up, have skank. To come and t you have to walk over. <laughs> Fuck you, you in the heart. You can't mind your own business. She lives in, uh, where do you live now? You don't even live You cannot here. mind your own business. You are the Karen of the neighborhood. Uh, I, uh, you have nothing better to do. I'm the Karen. I'm the Karen. And tell the movers that uh, I'm a horrible person. You know what? Fuck you in the heart. That's a very specific insult. I wonder if she has a heart defect or something. Wonder if that insult was personalized for her or if that's just like his go to. Yeah. Fuck you in your heart, bitch. All right, let's continue on. Keep going. Say what you got to say. Get it off your chest. You just cannot mind your own business. Fuck you in your heart. I believe we, we covered that. Fuck you 
Skank. How's that? Where's everybody going now? All of a sudden, nobody's going there anymore, right? Bitch, skank. You smell like booze. You smell like you alcohol. S- you smell very like, badly. You smell like shit. Mm-hmm. Duck shit. I can smell the booze coming off your breath from here. Uh-huh. I smell shit. I love this guy. I want more of him. Oh, I already mined her uh, TikTok account. There's nothing. He should be the star of this thing. Just the way he uh, swears is so bizarre. You you smell like shit. Yeah, you fucking skank. You bitch skank whore. Fuck you and your your heart. There's something going on with this guy. Because in addition to the the weird way he talks, he also like does like a... Like he has a tick. Where's everybody going now? All of a sudden, nobody's going there anymore, right? <laughs> Bitch skank. You smell like booze. You smell like you alcohol. S- you smell Very like... Bad. You smell like p- pussy hole. That's what you smell like. P- puss- pussy hole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep talking. My dogs are better smell than you. Mm-hmm. Zing! Take that! I don't know how she'll recover from that burn. There's rotting food in my trash that smells better than you, skankor. Bye, bitch. Go back to uh, wherever you go. Uh And where's that, Chuck? Where should I go? Anywhere uh, other than L.A. So you own the city of Los Angeles, and so it's up to you to determine where people should go and where they should live. And that gives you a right to tell other people what to do and where to go. And that they shouldn't live here. Skank. You're skank. Uh-huh. You know what skank is? Look it up. Look it up in the dictionary. Skank. I mean, skank is okay, but fuck you in your heart. That really drives the point home, I think. All right. Well, thank you very much, Chuck. I hope there are more altercations with you in the future. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I'm fucked up news. Right up. not a member of the distorted view sideshow what are you waiting for help support this stupidity become a true and honorable freak when you sign up you gain access to uh, all of the past shows we've done since december 2004 there are thousands and th- over 5,000 episodes holy shit now that's an archive my friends more importantly every week i do a uh, brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks Typically on Tuesday and Thursday, this week was no different. If you sign up right now, you can listen to those episodes and so much more. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. But if you act quick, we still have some holiday deals going on. Check out superfreaksideshow.com. Treat yourself this holiday season. Give yourself a little gift, the gift of distortion. Also, don't forget, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts to listen to DV, you can now sign up right in those apps. It's a simple way to get uh, brand new episodes of DV, both free shows and exclusive shows. If you don't want to mess around with websites and usernames and passwords and RSS feeds and all that stuff, this is uh, dead simple. You'll be enjoying Sideshow exclusive episodes in minutes, seconds even. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. And finally, last way to help the show out, uh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. This is how I make my living, so every little bit helps. Thank you so much to everyone who has uh, supported DV this year. You are the reason this show is still around and celebrating its eight. 18th birthday this year. Ta-da! 
I missed the actual birthday once again. <laughs> I'm so bad at these things. It really should be a big deal. 18 years podcasting. That's insane, right? Well, apparently that day was December 9th. Um, that's when our actual birthday is. Now, I, I started the podcast technically a week or so before, uh, but I was posting just like old shit that I did from years before. So the first couple episodes of DV were like best of programs, which is just so DV, right? Welcome to this brand new podcast. Here's some old shows. Well, in my defense, you know, I, I wasn't really familiar with what podcasting truly was. So I was like messing around with stuff. Plus, I wasn't sure if anyone would even listen. Wasn't sure like how serious I wanted to uh, to attempt this. So, I, you know, I posted uh, some best of shows every day for, I don't know, four or five days, a week or two. And then on December 9th, that's when the new, you know, the show really got started again. So we say December 9th. 2004 was the start of the podcast. Happy birthday, us. Now, you know, it takes a lot of work to get me to do anything. I think, like, we should start planning the DV 20th birthday now. Give me plenty of time to procrastinate, get something thrown together. Like, I don't know what to do. I feel like it's a momentous thing. I feel like maybe there should be a live component, like maybe do, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. If you guys have suggestions for what we should do for our 20th uh, birthday bash, email me, call in to the voicemail line to, you know, I feel like if Miss May were alive, she would be ahead of this, right? She would be planning the whole thing. I could just sit back, uh, but no, I actually have to do something now. So let's start working on that. DB's 20th birthday coming up in uh 2024 so you know it's gonna sneak up on us pretty quickly here all right uh three very quick stories now first up purdue university is in the news and its chancellor is in hot water chancellor thomas l kean of purdue university northwest has sparked outrage on social media for using a mock asian accent during the school's commencement ceremony on december 10th the incident took place during the school's first of two commencement ceremonies that took place on Saturday. Gion's remarks were in response to the preceding keynote speaker's speech about speaking to his family in a made-up language, which the keynote speaker demonstrated a few times. Following that speech, Kian stood up and spoke into the mic in his own made-up language that sounded way too Asian-y. It went from cute made-up language to offensive Asian stereotype. Why do you hate Chinese people so much? Huh, Chancellor? Why are you such a fucking bigot? Uh, following the speech, Kian stood up and spoke into the mic in his own made-up language, which the Chancellor pointed out was an Asian version of what the keynote speaker did. Other faculty behind him can be seen laughing. They should be canceled, too. Everyone canceled. Chancellor canceled. Those who snickered. Those who laughed. Anyone who didn't immediately get up and leave. Well, uh, I have audio of the incident. Let's see how bad this really is. Because right now, as someone who has done offensive <laughs> Asian voices in the past, I want to give this guy a lot of leeway, you know? He probably wasn't meaning to do an Asian uh, voice, right? He was just trying to, to mimic, you know, do a made-up language. And then as he's saying it, like as it's coming out, he thinks, oh, this sounds very like this sounds kind of Chinese. And he verbalized that, which apparently was the problem. He should not have done that. All right, let's see how bad the chancellor's statements were. Hello, my name is Hari Kawasaki. 
and I sing for you Johnny Cash song, Ring of Fire. <laughs> okay, well, that is a pretty offensive impression by the Chancellor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that, that of course, was uh, Mead Skelton <laughs> doing his Asian impression. Uh, let's listen to the Chancellor. Now. 22, and thank you. Speaker's finishing up. Here comes the Chancellor. Rocking the mic. Well, all I can say is... See, I think as an isolated clip, yeah, it kind of sounds offensive. But I think if we were to listen to the previous guy's speech where he's, he's, he's you know, talking gibberish, it might sound similar to that. I think that's why the audience is laughing, not because it sounds Asian, not because they're trying to be racist, but because the chancellor is, is speaking gibberish right now. That's funny. I mean, it kind of sounds Asian-y. I mean, it's literally like one second out of this entire commencement speech. He's going to get canceled for that. That's that's sort of my Asian version of his. Uh, Uh-oh. Yikes. Cancel Corey while we're at it, too. Everyone gets canceled except for me. I'm a good boy. I'm an angel. Well, many on social media are accusing Keon and the University of Racism. Uh, That's so outrageously racist, wrote one person, while another commented, disgusting, thinking about all the Asian graduates celebrating their big day, but had to experience that. Again, I you know, he wasn't doing an, an impression of an Asian. He just commented that his gibberish ended up sounding kind of Asian, like, like an Asian language. I don't think the Asian graduates in attendance are going to be suffering from irreparable damage. This is not a PTSD-inducing situation. Oh, is this one of the Asian students? I guess I was wrong. The 0.5 seconds of grunting noises from the chancellor. Well, that's pretty much ruined this person's ability to get a job or just function in society as a whole. Well, the chancellor has issued an apology. Keon issued the apology Wednesday in the wake of the backlash, admitting that his comments were offensive and insensitive. On Saturday, December 10th, during one of our two commencement ceremonies, I made a comment that was offensive and insensitive. I'm truly sorry for the unplanned off-the-cuff response to another speaker, as my words have caused confusion, (laughs) pain, and anger. Keon, who wrote in his statement that he did not intend to be hurtful, added that he would be meeting with members of the student government, as well as directing new diversity initiatives. Some may say this is an overblown response to uh, a minor infraction. Apparently, he wants to understand and address issues of the Asian American and Pacific Islander communities. I will learn from this and assure you that Purdue Northwest and I will take action to prevent such missteps from occurring in the future. He concluded with, we're all human. I made a mistake and I assure you, no, you made a racist statement and that proves that you're racist. You're a racist piece of shit down to your car. Every last fiber of your being. You need to resign. Throw yourself off a cliff. Set yourself on fire. You bigoted trash. You know what I'm going to say to you? 
and I reserve this for only the worst human beings. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I truly want you to fuck yourself in your heart. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to hear that, freaks. So glad I said it, though. No regrets. All right, second story we have for you. I've got an example, another example of how people are just so sensitive and they've got no fucking sense of humor. It's another billboard that has people in an uproar. Now, this billboard uh, doesn't have any swear words, no vulgarity, no nudity. There's just words and uh, people can't handle People can't handle what's being said on the billboard. Ollie Lawrence, who owns the PT Factory Gym in Denton, Greater Manchester, over there in the UK, says his billboard was meant to be a lighthearted joke when he put it up on December 5th. Well, the billboard asks people if they were tired of being fat and ugly. So far, there have been complaints. Someone threw yellow paint all across the billboard this past Monday. And I'm guessing there have been gym boycotts as well. The vandalism was accompanied by a message which reads, This is bad mental, which Ollie says is uh, kind of a step too far. He said, I couldn't believe it. It was just a lighthearted joke. It wasn't our intention to offend anybody. Take a look at the chapter artwork. You can see the billboard. It says the PT factory fitness center or whatever. It says tired of being fat and ugly. Now just be ugly, right? That's kind of funny. In the gym, you'll lose weight, but you know, it's not going to fix your face. <laughs> 24-7 gym memberships available for $20 a month or 20 pounds a month. I don't think that's offensive in the least. You know, it's it's a fun, it's just a fun thing, as they say. Uh, he claims most people have reacted positively to the advertisement and hoped it would tr- uh, attract attention and put a smile on people's faces. <laughs> what world do you think you're living in? People are just looking for reasons to be outraged. You call them fat and ugly? That's like taking the express lane to a boycott. He went on to say, we spoke to a lot of people beforehand and 99% have seen it for what it is, a joke. We've had thousands of comments saying how brilliant it is. We've had about eight or nine complaints and unfortunately someone has done what they've done. There's nothing malicious in it. That's not who we are as a business. We wanted to get a funny line out there to try and get our personality across. How do you do that on a billboard? We're a really friendly gym. The eight people who have complained don't actually know me as a person. I'm a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Like, like, dude, you don't have to defend yourself personally. Ollie plans on replacing the expensive billboard. I like how he threw that in. I spent so much money on this shit. Uh, yeah, he, he wants to replace it in the new year, despite the vandalism. I'm guessing he's going to go for a more uh, sensitive, bland advertisement. At least it's not going to f- fucking wreck your Yelp reviews. Fat and ugly people have been mobilized to, you know, to go on Yelp and give them a one-star rating, probably. All right, well, that's what's happening in the UK. And uh, finally today, freaks, it's all about self-preservation in New Jersey. That's how people there roll. A woman caught shoplifting at a Bergen County Walmart deliberately drop-kicked her baby across the floor. I don't know if she was using the baby as a weapon, like trying to catapult the thing kick it into the uh, police officer's face or if it was just a diversion tactic let's read on and find out oh so she drop kicked her baby across the floor while being taken into custody then she showed no remorse afterwards i don't even really like the kid it's difficult to comprehend says the news i hate when the news editorializes like that it's difficult to comprehend how anyone could do this to a baby you're the fucking news just give us the facts 
You don't have to, you know, inject emotion into this. All right. I'll I'll be the judge if it's difficult to comprehend. Quite frankly, I can totally comprehend drop kicking a kid. So speak for yourself, asshole. It's difficult to comprehend and even harder to stomach if you've seen the video. Oh, there's video, <laughs> which captured the assault on the uh, Route 46 store in uh, Teterboro, I guess. Jamera McDaniel, 23, of Patterson, uh, had been escorted to the Walmart Asset Protection Office, where she placed the child down in front of her <laughs> and kicked the baby in the back. Sounds like she was just angry, like trying to get her frustration out. I can't believe I was caught. God damn it, this is going to ruin my entire night. Or maybe she was shoplifting for her baby, right? She was, she was trying to you know, shoplift diapers. If it weren't for you and your stupid basic needs, I wouldn't be here at Walmart shoplifting for you getting caught. Maybe that's why the kid was kicked. Uh, it sent the nearly two-year-old uh, toddler flying across the floor. Asset protection personnel picked the girl up and handed her to an aunt. Uh, who was with them shopping. The child was inconsolable and couldn't stop crying. Well, it had a broken back. It's uh, now a paraplegic or something. You shattered that little baby's spine. That's gonna hurt. Or maybe she's crying because it doesn't hurt. She can't feel anything from her waist down now. Either way, totally understandable on the part of the kid. Uh, yeah, the child was inconsolable. McDaniel, in turn, began punching the walls and yelling at the aunt to shut the baby up. This woman has no concept that uh, everything that's happening is because of her. <laughs> right? She's being detained because she, she shoplifted. The baby won't shut up because she kicked it. McDaniel then tried to snatch the youngster out of the woman's arm while yelling at the baby to stop crying. Sergeant Victor Miglarino and Officer Jonathan Surak arrived soon after. Both were apparently disturbed by what they witnessed on the video, not to mention McDaniel's utter lack of remorse, but they kept their composure and took her into custody. An ambulance crew checked out the child, who was fine physically, mentally, emotionally. Yeah, that thing's fucked up. It's going to have a hard life. Uh, she remained with her aunt. McDaniel, meanwhile, was charged with child abuse, ting, assault, ting, ting, shoplifting, ting, 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 and criminal mischief, ting, ting, ting. She remained held Wednesday in the Bergen County Jail pending a first appearance in Central Judicial Processing Court in Hackensack. So there you go. That, my friends, is what's happening in your world today. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of chalk. Love to hear from you freaks. And of course, there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Uh, voicemail line 206-666-4463. Love to hear from you freaks. And this is the part of the show where I actually get to hear your uh, beautiful little voices. So speak Tim, oh, I hope you've seen the Trump NFT ad. I take that back when I said beautiful voices. I meant to say loud and grating voices. You're giving me a headache, man. Take it down a few decibels. Tim, Sorry. oh, I hope you've seen the Trump NFT ad. It oh, is yeah. the best thing my wife and I have ever heard. I mean, Trump has to be hurting for money. If you're going to stoop to this like level of scummy scam, I think he realizes, you know, even though he's not as popular as he once was, he certainly has like this uh, base of people who will just, you know, buy MAGA merchandise fly Trump flags and all that shit. And that's who he's going after. Those hardcore Trumpers 
who are like, $99 for a digital photo of Trump as a cowboy? Yeah, there's one of them where he's like, one of the pictures is of him as a cowboy, I think. Like, they're all just insane depictions of Trump. The main issue, I think, for Trump, and this, this is just me speculating, is that I think the majority of Trump supporters, <laughs> I have to be careful how I say this, right? The, the majority of uh, Trump supporters don't know what an NFT is or they don't know how to buy an NFT. Trump is just hoping that like him saying, hey, you want a picture of me and a chance to dine at Mar-a-Lago with me? Like that will be enough for them to fork over the $99 because otherwise it's, I don't even know what a fucking NFT is. Honestly. But not only that, I, I, I hope to God you have you've featured this on the show, but at about like a minute 16 to a minute 20 into his whole thing, you can hear a smoke detector alarm go off. No, no. I refuse to believe that. My theory, and I'm going to I'm going to go to the exact timestamp here in a second. My theory is that the version of the video that you watched was posted by someone who uh who was who like filmed it on their phone, right? Like they were holding up their phone to their computer, and as they were filming it, their smoke alarm, low battery smoke alarm was going off. Trump if Trump has a low battery smoke alarm, I'm done. I, I, I mean, I, I don't, like it's just not going to ever get any better than this. I can die. Now, I'm trying to go to this website, you know, Trump's official uh, collector card website, but it's down right now. I, I don't know if traffic is just too much or if Trump has already taken the website down out of embarrassment. But I, I did find a uh, another link to this video. This is courtesy of People Magazine. They They posted it in their article. So here we go. I'm going to start around uh, one minute, eight seconds into this thing. And I think it's something you're going to like and you're going to like it a lot. They also make perfect gifts. So you can buy them with your credit card or crypto. All you need is an email address. Go to collecttrumpcards.com and buy your Trump digital. I don't hear it unless there was another version floating around, maybe without the background music, because the background music is way too loud. It would totally mask the um, the low battery smoke alarm. I'm going to need to investigate this further. Don't worry. DV is on the case. Let's do a- another call here. Yes. Hey, this is a Squirt Teeth birthday. Hey, Squirt Teeth birthday calling in. Um, I just listened to that clip you played of the lady trying to get um, extra food to take home from Red Lobster oh. on a date with that guy. Yeah, she wanted her date to buy extra meals <laughs> so she can bring food back to her kids. Nah, I'm a, this is like a like a first date situation or something. Nah, I'm a I myself am a newly single woman, and it's been a minute since I have been on a first date. But don't you? I don't even know where this is going. But if you fucking badmouth Red Lobster. There, there will. I'm going to strip you of your name. You will no longer be Squirtie's birthday. What I find shocking is um, the idea of waiting an hour and a half at a Red Lobster <laughs> for a date. Like, mm. no. God, no. Either the girl doesn't love herself enough, <laughs> or she just really wanted to get some of steaks to take home to her <laughs> That's true. husband. I think kid. she was looking for some free meals. But, uh-uh. I'd say after like 20 minutes, it's like, well, I'm leaving. I'm not waiting. Oh, mm, no, couldn't be me. Well, 
Anyways. That's where you and I differ. I would totally wait for a date for an hour, especially if I knew that I wasn't going to have to pay. Like if he was treating. Yeah. I'd camp out a day in advance for that free shrimp scampi or crab linguine lobster pizza. Oh, it's too much. Red lobster for the seafood lover in you. Yeah. That's me. That's who they're, that's who they're singing about. Ooh, it's inside of me. You know what I love about jingles is I love when the companies will change up the like they keep the words the same, but the music is different. Like it's a different style depending on you know what they're trying to convey. Like if it's a sentimental commercial, like the jingle will be slower. It'll be like red lobster for the sea, or if it's like something happy, like the commercial where a little league team is celebrating their big win, so coach takes them out to eat at Red Lobster. It's like red lobster for the seafood. Like, it's real happy. I like the different versions of jingles. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of like slow and smoky. Red lobster for the sea. It's almost like uh, a date commercial. Like, you take your lady out for coconut scrimps at Red Lobster. You better save room for pussy at the end of the night. Because that, well, that's what your meal's going to include. Yeah, come for the Admiral Feast. Stay for the clam strips, if you know what I mean. You hear that sizzling? That's what's going on in her panties when you tell her, I'm taking you out to Red Lobster tonight, honey. All right, I got to end this. I could talk about Red Lobster for another hour, probably. Red Lobster commercials in particular. It's all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. You know what? Fuck you in the heart. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I could not do it without you. I'll see you back on Monday to do this all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. Maria Athens signing off. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.